Hey, it's Scott Paul with the Alliance for American Manufacturing here. I'm your friendly host of the Manufacturing Report podcast. Now, we know these continue to be challenging times. Over the past few months and for several years before that, we've been able to bring you great stories of American workers and entrepreneurs who have fought against great odds to make products here in the USA. On this episode, Cat Adams of our team checks in with Gina Locklear. Gina is the founder of Zacano Socks, based in Fort Payne, Alabama. I had the chance to speak with Gina late last year about her 10 years of making colorful, sustainable socks in America. Since then, Gina has had to tackle radical shifts in both her supply chain and her retail approach. Nonetheless, Zacano is beating the odds with a new fall line. Cat Adams' conversation with Gina, next on The Manufacturing Report. Thank you so much, Gina, for joining us again. It's been, it feels like a long time since we've spoken, though. It's only a few months. How are things going? A lot has changed. Yes, so much has changed. I would say, you know, we are here and we're very thankful to be here. And it's been bumpy for sure. But I would say, you know, things could definitely be worse. You know, things could be better for sure, you know. But we feel fortunate that we're not in a worse situation than what we're in. Yeah. Have you had to make any changes to kind of accommodate how dramatically everything else has changed? Yes. Yeah, we have. And I guess to just really sum that up, we've had to be a lot more flexible with our existing timelines and I guess deliverables, you know, for our fall line kind of don't exist anymore. So You know, I guess when this all happened, you know, we're in the middle of developing our fall line and all of our yarn suppliers uh, who are U.S. based shut down. So our spinner shut down and our dye houses that we use to dye our cotton uh, all closed, you know, right in the middle of when we were expecting shipments to, you know, start sampling. So that was rough. A lot of sock mills here in town had to close that kind of thing. So it's just been making adjustments based on closures, I suppose. That's been the biggest thing we've had to deal with. That sounds incredibly difficult. How did you accommodate that? Honestly, when your yarn spinner tells you they're shutting down, uh, you know, for four to six weeks, there's really nothing you can do. You just have to just realize, hey, I'm I'm along for the ride at this point. So, you, you know, you let your sales team no, hey, this has happened. And, you know, our fall line is going to be very delayed. And everyone just has to deal with it. Of course, this year, that is all very different anyway. It's almost like our fall deadlines don't exist in a way because all of our wholesale partners are limited to small, independently owned boutiques and little shops. And they all close down, of course. And a lot of them are closing permanently. So it's sad and it's just, it's very weird out there. Yeah. I imagine that's also pushed you to go really full force into online sales. Correct. Yeah. Um, and we always have, you know, our website has always, you know, since we started our business, it's it's been, I guess, our biggest customer, you could say. Um, but yes, now this year, more than ever, we're pouring everything into it and just trying to get more revenue from our website. And I know that you have really beautiful patterns that come out every season and I look forward to it. Oh, thank you. Do you have a fall line that you will issue? I know that the timeline is a little different. Yes, we do. I'm very proud to say we have a fall line. 
I'm very thankful that we have a fall line. I know that that's not, from what I know in the sock industry, I know that's probably not going to be the case for, for some people. But we're thankful that we do. A lot of that is because we make our own socks. So we've had a lot of advantages there. But, yes, we have a fall line. We're selling it now, and we're going to start launching it on our website a little bit later this month. That's exciting. And I know that you guys are a really tight-knit community Mm -hmm. in Fort Payne and at Sicano. How is everyone kind of coping when it comes to what it's like in the factory or what it's like in the town? Yeah, I mean, everyone's just wearing a face mask and dealing with it, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's just, uh, that's what I see here at our mill. I mean, nobody, we've been wearing masks, gosh, probably since late April, early May. And nobody likes it. You know, who, who wants to wear a face mask? But it's just, it's what we feel makes us safe and uh, makes all of us here under our roof safe. And so that's what we're doing. And I feel like we're getting used to it. We're just kind of staying away from each other and going about our business, you know. And as far as the community, I, I see a lot of people, you know, me personally, I just try not to watch the news so much because it's so depressing. And I just, you know, I've been staying at home a lot and only going places, you know, really when I have to, but, um, you know, just put on a mask and I'm just trying to be positive as much as I can. Those are wise choices, it sounds like. So we've heard from a number of companies that there's a renewed interest in particularly made in USA, which, you know, obviously we love to hear. And we hope that that's something that translates into dollars for companies and to jobs for workers. But is that something that you've seen? Have you seen the market demand shift a little bit? I know that this is not heavy sock season and that's yet to come. Right. Yeah. Just uh, people in general, uh, we definitely saw a surge in, I guess, requesting made in USA products for sure this year, probably the biggest I've ever noticed. And also what we really noticed and we've been really encouraged by is that a lot of people are shopping with us because they know that we're a super small family business and they want to support us. And it just, it gives me chills actually when I think about that. So I I think that Americans are kind of getting it. You know, we've got to support our American manufacturers and we've got to support these little businesses if they're going to stay around. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I hope that that continues for you guys and doubles down, particularly for the fall season and the winter season. Oh, thanks. Thank you. But thank you so much, Gina, for for taking a, a minute to talk with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. That will do it for the Manufacturing Report this week. Be sure to check out ZKANO.com. That's ZKANO.com later this month for the release of the company's fall collection. And please listen to my earlier conversation with Gina on the podcast for the story behind Zakano's Genesis. As always, I want to thank AAM staff and Kat Adams in particular for their great work to make this episode possible. And I also want to thank you, the listeners, for engaging with us and for giving us great episode ideas. Be sure to subscribe to The Manufacturing Report on Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. And let us know what you think by leaving a review and a rating. You can find us online at AmericanManufacturing.org. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram, or you can connect with us on Twitter at KeepItMadeInUSA. I'm Scott Paul. Until next time, together, we can keep it made in America.